Hello and welcome back to Inside Quotes, the show where my brother and I rewatch, review, and relive the staples of our childhood. This is episode 70. I am your host, Jeremy, and with me today is my older brother, Jonathan. Jonathan, welcome back to the show. Quack, quack, everybody. Good to be back on the show. Jeremy, thank you so much for that welcome introduction. And I have to say, I'm very excited about today's episode because it is a very Halloween-y episode. And look, before you hit pause on your podcast and yell at us, we know Halloween is over, all right? But this is the Halloween after party, okay? And we have a special guest with us today. The listeners know by now it's Halloween. Our only guest for Halloween is exclusively the one, the only, the Bryce Bridgman. Oh, what is this strange new place I am in? Well, hi, fellas. I just came in from the blackest reaches of space, and I touched down in your backyard in a really cool sequence, and I'm here now to speak for the trees and rekindle family dynamics. Are you the Lorax? <laughs> well, He's the guy with the keys. Oh, your keys. Yeah, yeah. You, you, well, and to be totally fair, you've never seen me and the Lorax in the same room as each other. Truth. Bryce, true statements have never been uttered. Mm. Well, Bryce, you are making history, actually, because you are there, our first guest that has been on for three episodes. No. We've had plenty of people come on twice, but only one has been on for three, and that one is you. Well, All three seasons. Well... <laughs> I'm glad you guys aren't sick of me yet. I hope the listeners aren't sick of me either, because uh, unless something horrible happens to me, looks over in the background and checks to see if there's any danger. Uh, <laughs> I definitely like to come back in for future episodes. You know, I'm always there for the the Halloweenies and the um the the spookies and the good times. And this is totally uh, on time and on brand. And we're absolutely not doing this yeah. the day after Halloween. That that would be my fault. Unfortunately, this past week. I got bronchitis, and ain't nobody got time for that. But Typical Jeremy, getting sick in one of the few kinds of ways that gets in the way of a podcast. Yeah. It- yeah. <laughs> well, we let's not navel gaze and grasp the concept of our own mortalities at this very moment, because it's time to talk about magic that Steven Spielberg delivered unto us. <laughs> it sure is. Bryce. I, I do want to say before we get into the movie proper here, hmm. before before um, you know we have a guest on, I, I like to listen to like the last episode that they were on, you know. So I recently listened to the Scooby Doo episode to see like, oh, is there anything we need to follow up on or anything like that from last time, you know? Mm-hmm. But I did want to bring back. I felt like there was at least one standout quote from that episode that I wanted to trigger <laughs> your memory. Okay. Oh boy, this what is did something I say? you said. What did I say? You said, hey, if you don't love me at my scoobiest, you don't deserve me at my dubiest. <laughs> and I laughed out loud at that. <laughs> Why don't we have a t-shirt made for that? It's... That's exactly what I said in the episode. Like, we need to make merch, and we didn't do it. We dropped okay. the ball. Okay, well. So I'm putting it out there again. If anybody wants that dubiest merch, let us know. Yeah, zoinks, guys. Come on. (laughs) Man, you're going to have to come up with one for E.T. Yeah. uh... (laughs) No. (laughs) That's that's gold. I forgot about that. E.T. Extraterrestrial. 
came out on June 11th, 1982. That was 40 years ago. It was. That is wild. It's older than we are. Yeah. Yeah, it sure is. Actually, I just saw yesterday, you know how Drew Barrymore, like, has her own talk show now? Mm Mm-hmm. She had like a reunion with the cast on her show like just yesterday oh, celebrating really? like celebrating 40 years. I saw nice. some clips of it on TikTok. Whoa. Oh. This movie sits in a really weird place for me personally because it's buried deep within my subconscious the image of strange small shriveled creatures with glowing fingers appears to me sometimes in my mind. Uh <laughs> and this movie me and my brothers would be watching it long before I acquired sentience, before memories became a thing known to me. So, <laughs> and before I had an attention span, there would be a lot of times when I'd just be popping in and out of the movie and only getting brief glimpses of it. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember being at an age where just watching a full movie beginning to end was impossible, but that was yeah. that was me and E.T. I never finished it all the way through. I only ever did recently for the sake of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I... I... Probably have only seen this once or twice before, and I don't know. It was I. I definitely forgot a lot of details. Um, I even did. I didn't even realize he had an older brother. I just thought it was him and his little sister. <laughs> no, um, he had his own Jonathan. It was a whole you, thing. You forgot about yeah. Michael? Yeah, I did. Yeah, this movie scared me as a kid. Like yeah. ET creeped me out. <laughs> yeah, I would say that. Yeah, so I feel like I remember watching it and like I like enjoyed it. It wasn't like scary, like like I was terrified or anything like that, but it was just like creepy. I don't know. The whole like aesthetic of the movie. You weren't the yeah. only person who thought so, though. I mean, <laughs> that's the reason M&Ms wouldn't sponsor the film. <laughs> Did you guys hear about that? I know that this is a heavy Reese's Pieces movie. Oh, yeah. Their, their sales went up a ton after yeah. it came out. I tried to look for some Reese's pieces today, but they were all out. But they did have Reese's miniatures, and I picked those up. Because everybody's eating them while recording podcasts about ET this weekend. That's yeah. true. Fifty percent off the candy punch. today at all grocery stores. <laughs> yeah, and twenty five percent off of your local Spirit Halloween. Oh yeah. <laughs> so Bryce, did you pick this movie as like a challenge to like I want to watch this movie all the way through? Is that why you picked this one? When I found out that this was one of the options that I had, I was like, okay, absolutely, yes. I need to finally sit down with this film and complete <laughs> this personal story arc of mine. I need to see what happens to the alien. Even though I know what happens to the alien, I still <laughs> wanted to watch it front to back. I finally did it. Ladies and gentlemen, I have an attention span. It took me 25 years, but I have an attention span. <laughs> uh. I was going to say something like, this is the Ratatouille of Spielberg films, but I don't know how to back that up. I don't know what that means. Yeah, what does that mean? I know. I was just going purely off vibe. Say it's it's the Ratatouille of Spielberg films. Do not elaborate and just continue on like nothing (laughs) happened. Okay. Sounds good. (laughs) So this movie just, I don't know how, I'm just, this is based off of vibes only. Uh, but uh, this movie is the Ratatouille of Spielberg films. Absolutely. I think that's pretty unanimous, right? No explanations? Good. No explanation needed. All right. Sounds good. They know what we're talking about. <laughs> so if you have not listened to our previous Halloween episodes, 
Um, Bryce, you've been on, this is your third year, and you have, I, I would like you to rank these movies that you've covered on Inside Quotes between Scooby-Doo, Monster House, and E.T. Ooh. Oh, you're making me pick between my babies right now. Yeah. Yep. I it's, it's weird because it's like, I think from a general standpoint, E.T. is the winner. But like, if you were to ask me personally, hey, Bryce, what do you want to watch tonight? And you held these three films in front of me, I, I might still be leaning <laughs> towards Scooby-Doo just because, okay. look, if there's something you got to know about me is I will watch a stupid movie before I watch a good one. It's, yep. I, I love I love dumb fun. Army of Darkness is my all time favorite film. It's I can see. Yeah, you can see you the poster, poster behind, behind my you. head. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! Um, shout, shout out to my boy Bruce Campbell. Ooh, that guy's got a chin on him. <laughs> hey Bryce, it's like you've said before. If we can't handle you at your scoobiest, we don't deserve you at your dubiest. At my dubiest. Amen. Amen. No apologies needed. I think I'm going Monster House. I don't know. I think Monster House is so good. And I actually, I can't watch that movie without thinking of you, Bryce. Aww. So. I've, infe I've infected you. I'm stuck in your brain. Yep. Infected with a Bridgman. Yep. What a way to go. That should be your uh, wedding hashtag whenever you get married. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if this can I don't know if this could stay in, but I have to admit, uh, when I was a, a wee child watching this film, one of the things that I did manage to retain was the colorful insults that Elliot refers to his older brother as in that one scene, <laughs> and my mom got really mad at me for saying it. <laughs> for a leprechaun, it was nothing like that, breath, Elliot. Yeah. <laughs> When the mom is laughing, it was genuine laughter. They just told the kid to say an insult, and that's what he said. And they kept, and they kept that take in. And I'm like, all right. That's awesome. Uh, this, unlike Elliot's mother, mine wasn't as happy with me for saying it. <laughs> that Elliot, this, the kid, who, Henry Thomas, who played Elliot, he was a really, really good actor. Originally. Oh, yeah. Um, have y'all seen his like audition tape? Mm-hmm. I have, yeah. It's it's a great audition. It's insane. Yeah. I mean, how old was he when he did this? Probably like eight, nine. That's crazy. He's just wow. like the audition video. He's just like acting, and he's like he's got real tears and everything like that. Yeah, it's and like, you just hear yeah. like Steven Spielberg in the background, just kind of laughing. He's like, "All right, you, you, you got the job. You got the job." Kid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love I love the guy talking to him though. He's like, "I'm I'm a government man, and I'm gonna take your alien from you." <laughs> <laughs> Listen, son, I got to. I just have to take your alien. My name is Keys. <laughs> I've been to the forest. Oh, that's the best line. <laughs> I've been to the forest. I, I, I always wondered what the deal was with that character. He was just really emotionally invested in the plot of a film that he had only been in the background for most of it. And that, <laughs> I remember when I was younger, I'm like, wait, is that like, is that Elliot's dad? Is that the plot twist? And it's like, no, it's oh, just, yeah. it's just some government guy who likes jingling his keys. <laughs> the hero yeah. of another story. Well, let's talk about him for a little bit, because I thought it was interesting that he like, you assume he's going to be like a bad guy. Yeah. And he's yeah. not like, he's actually a pretty good guy. I feel like in the end, 
So I thought that's kind of a twist to me anyway, because usually you see these movies and like all the government, you know, secret agencies that are like trying to get to the aliens. They're, they're always pictured as, you know, bad and that sort of thing. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. He, he, like he, he says to him like, Oh, I'm glad, I'm glad he, he met you first, Elliot. You know, and, and even though he was the one that's been like searching for him. Yeah. This movie does a really good job of turning a lot of character types on on their head, like in ways you don't expect, like how he's surprisingly empathetic. And then the same goes to Michael, the older brother, who is like mm-hmm. being, you know, standoffish and kind of a jerk to him during the D&D game. But then as soon as E.T. gets involved, he's like, you know, he's got his little bro's back. He's helping him out. Mm-hmm. Let's have yeah. let's have ourselves a larger than life adventure, you and I. Let's do it. Coming to you this summer. I feel like you kind of have to if you have an entire alien in your closet. I was gonna, say, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Like the the the, uh, the situation has drastically changed now. My understanding of reality, as I know it, has completely fallen apart. <laughs> I felt like that closet was aesthetically pleasing, but I don't know. Just the way, like, who, first of all, who has like a window in their closet? You know what I mean? Like it's got that. Yeah. It's got like the, the light shining through and then like everything's red. I love that. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a million, closet. a million stuffed animals. <laughs> I yeah, love it's... that it's, it connects his and her rooms. Like I, I kind of want a house that has that. It just, yeah, the rooms are connected by a closet. Yeah. And it, it was, was like, it, it was kind of like a hang too. Like it was really cozy in there. It's yeah, all warmly yeah. lit. There's a million like plush stuff hanging around. You can like go in there and read the Sunday funnies. Like, <laughs> but I, you know i will say though like i don't know this is one of those films one of the few films out there that can really instill that feeling of magic in your cold shriveled heart again and remind you what it was to be a kid you know going yeah. on all, you know having all these experiences uh freeing the frogs and kissing your crush for the very first time <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. that was a good scene i i wrote down like top three scenes and that was like in my top three i feel like <laughs> well I, I don't mean the sequence break but what are the other two i, I gotta ooh, hear about ooh, this ooh, now ooh. i don't know if these are the top three but this is like when i thought about the movie these are the ones that like i remembered and they like stuck out one was saving the frogs <laughs> This is classic, the E.T. in the bikes and like flying across the moon. Yeah. I mean, it's just a such a amazing shot. It's the money Iconic. shot, bro. It's it's everywhere. It's on the VHS cover. It's on the yeah. DVD cover. It's on the Blu-ray cover. It's on the Laserdisc cover. It's on the video game cover. It's on. The- if there's a cover, it's on it. <laughs> I mean, it's the iconic shot. Oh, man, um, Bryce, we need to have you update our artwork and have E.T. flying in front of like the moon. Dude. I was I, I was thinking of having a, I should do that yeah I was thinking of having artwork of uh of Jeremy looking really scared and touching fingers with ET. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. And then the other scene that was like that stuck out to me was just like the whole like um medical unit bubble outside their house that was like oh, yeah. I've always remembered that. You're expecting like a fun alien venture, and then like the third act, he's he's like he's turning white and dusty and dying, and it gets really scary for a second there. It's like, yeah, oh my god, it's real emotional. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's. I remember when I was a kid, I, I I thought to myself, this is really intense. Yeah, I mean, 
this dude's hooked up on oxygen and he's talking through his inhalation. Um, yeah, you rarely ever see kids like that. It felt like I was watching an episode of MASH. Ugh. So that bike scene actually reminds me of a childhood story that I have. I remember trying to like believe that my bike could make me fly. Mm. And I remember uh, one time I started pedaling as fast as I could. And then I like closed my eyes for a little bit to pretend that I was uh, flying. And I turned and I ran into a tree. Oh, no. Uh, and like I fell off the seat, but the bike stu- stood still. And I, I, uh, I definitely crushed the family jewels, if you could catch my drift. Oh, dear. And it was one of the painful, most embarrassing moments of my life. I didn't know our family had any jewels. <laughs> Wait, but hold on a second. I <laughs> do, not you. <yet. laughs> for, 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 for a moment there, you did fly. Yeah, in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think the problem was you didn't believe hard enough. And it wasn't Halloween. So that's yeah, that, that too. Yeah. Oh, it only works on Halloween. I didn't have enough Reese's Pieces in my system. Or Reese's Pieces. That'd be, like the, that'd be like the worst superpower ever. You can fly, but only on Halloween and only if you believe really hard and only on a bike. That's useless. You couldn't you do anything with that. It's like, it's like this laundry list of stipulations and red tape you got to go through just That's to just fly. Like, you can't do anything else on Halloween. You just like have to make time for that list of things. You got to like relearn how to do it because it's been 364 days since the last time you have left Earth. It's a whole I'm thing. a little rusty. Yeah. All right. Here we go again. Going to spend all night doing it. Yeah. Uh, so, John, do you have any other childhood memories? Because I, I, there's one special thing that we haven't brought up. Um, this was our mom's favorite movie. If not yeah. favorite, maybe like this was the stapliest of her staples. Uh, For sure. I uh, Yeah, this was definitely one of her favorites. And like she had this like pull string plastic E.T. thing that was from the 80s. Um, yeah, it was like a plastic and, toy of E.T. And you pulled it, and it, he he had his catchphrases, and they were creepy sounding because it was an old, like, pull string box from the 80s. <laughs> and the um, voice is already, like, weird to begin with. So yeah. he had, like, pull string doll on top of it. Yeah. And then, like, the string got loose over the years, and then the ring broke off over the years, and it just started sounding slower and demonic the longer L-D-S. it went. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Um, but she kept it in our, uh, in our China cabinet. Cause that was one of her most prized possessions. It was awesome. Aw, <laughs> that's adorable. Yeah. This was one of the few movies that like my parents were, were fond of as well. Like of all the, the dumb kids films that they'd sit us down to watch. This is one of the few that like stuck with them saying <laughs> ET phone home to each other was a running gag during our early childhood years. ET <laughs> Yeah, we take um, we take like flashlights and and put our fingers up to them, pretend they're glowing. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like it's a whole thing. Uh, honestly, though, with ET's voice, I mean, what do you expect him to sound like when you're using a speak and spell to to learn diction? It's gonna <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna sound like a monster. Be good. Be good. That was really sweet. <laughs> okay, can we talk about how cute Gertie is? Aw. <laughs> she's like two or three years old. She's adorable. She's so adorable in this movie. Yeah. 
You know, it was, was my favorite part of the movie that she said, like one of her favorite lines. Uh, she sees E.T. and like later on, she's like, she's like, I don't like his feet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's like, E.T., put the dogs away, man. Put them dogs away, dog. <laughs> I don't like them. Did you man, know that? dogs are phoning home. That wasn't in the script. Like she ad-libbed that line. She just, she said that. So when you heard her, that was genuine emotion coming out of Drew Barrymore. She really just did not care for his feet at she all. She literally said, faux free? <laughs> But on the topic of emotional response, did you guys know they filmed this movie mostly in like chronological order because they were trying to really? have the actors get an attachment to uh, E.T. Oh. Yeah, so at the end when they're saying goodbye, all the emotional responses are, are genuine from the kids. That's really neat. That's yeah, really and neat. yeah, and she like uh, Drew Barrymore actually was scared of E.T. Like most children with functioning fight or flight responses yeah, I would, would be. Too. Yeah, <laughs> and at the end she's crying because she loves him and his heart is glowing and all oh, he made the flower alive again and he made our family alive oh. again. Cool. I I I did know that and I had heard that um, like they saved the like all the reaction shots of seeing ET are like genuine because they like didn't show the kids like what the yeah. alien looked like ahead of time. <laughs> so it was just like when they see him in the movie, like that's the first time they got to see like what the puppet of ET. So. Yeah, it's a it's good old fashioned and yeah enforced method acting, my friend. I I really love it when these movies go like the extra mile for all these like genuine moments. It's really neat. Mm. Uh, do y'all know like the origins of this idea from Steven Spielberg? I just know like it's kind of loosely based on like his parents were divorced. Yeah, and like a like an imaginary friend idea that he had yeah et was his imaginary friend yeah oh <laughs> and he made like a short film like his first short film back in the 70s or something like that about an alien and then it's it looks a lot worse but it looks still looks pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah no this uh this movie is um, out of all Spielberg's works, this one remains near and dear to his heart because it, like, because that's where it came from. Man, this is like a passion project for him. He wanted to mm -hmm. share ET with the world. No, this wasn't his <laughs> first one, right? No, like first huge was that Jaws? Or uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think Jaws is probably his biggest, his like first like blockbuster hit. Okay, but he had had other movies before this. He had done. Uh, Close Encounters and oh yeah, um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Ark had to come out at this point. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, apparently, this film is supposed to be like a kind of sequel to Close Encounters of the Third Kind, but I never watched that. I really need to. <laughs> I I've probably seen it one time, and I yeah, I really do need to see that one too. Again, yeah. is that the I one do... where um, I might be thinking of a completely different movie. Is that the one with? Well, first there's the the mashed potato from yeah. UHF. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, that's spoofing the scene in Close Encounters. Yeah. Um, but that's all I know about it. Is it also that movie? If I'm not, what is the movie that this one kid gets abducted and then he comes back? Flight and, of like, the Navigator time hasn't stopped. Yeah. 
Yeah. Flight of the Navigator. That's what that Flight is? of the okay. Navigator. Instantly knew what one you're talking Bro, about. All of these are the same movie to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but in that one, the spaceship is voiced by Pee Wee Herman. It's a whole, you know. <laughs> how old? How old is Flight of the Navigator? Man, that's an '80s one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, apparently we have Space Month coming up. <laughs> Because we've got a lot of movies we need to cover. Dude, you can make a whole year out of that. Like all the nostalgic really space could. movies. Space yeah. year. After, after we decided that aliens weren't scary and maybe we should try uh, having magic movies, uh, there's just like too many to count. <laughs> okay, if you had to describe what E.T. looked like to you, how how would you do that? Briefly describe. His head shape to me, from a profile, kind of looks like a, um, a drumstick from a wing. <laughs> you know, not the flats, but the drums. He just looks like a cross between a potato and a raisin. Dude, <laughs> that's the best potato raisin. He's like yeah, he's, he's a like raisin. Yeah, he's this. He's a, like a wrinkly turtle penguin with with witch fingers yeah yeah and gross feet yeah i don't like them (laughs) (laughs) that was the best way anybody could ever um whoa okay so i'm looking at some pictures on imdb and it looks like it's been edited like remastered like a cgi version of et a couple times yeah uh i think spielberg won on record and yeah, oh my goodness. Like, yeah, I, I think looking. I, I think Spielberg went on record and said that I, one of those remasters he's really not fond of. Honestly, when it when it comes down to it, I don't care how good computer graphics get, practical effects are always going to age better. Yeah. Like no matter what. That's why that's why Jurassic Park still looks amazing. That's why so many of these films still have the magic that they did is because it if when it looks like it's actually there on screen and with the actors, it's cuz it was that's back true. in the day. Yeah, I think this is the only movie that he's ever gone back and like, you know, tinkered with George Lucas style. <laughs> I think he's gone on the record saying he wouldn't do that with any other ones, but I think he was unhappy with some some of the shots. I know specifically with some of those remasters, um, the scene at the end, like right before the kids take off on the bikes to get away from like those cops, he changed the guns that they're holding to like flashlights. So that there's like no guns in the scene with kids. Mm. He did change that. Yeah. Um, but I watched the version that we have that we, you know, we just rewatched it. It was the original 82 version. So that's the thing with George Lucas. He's like, no, I'm not re-releasing the originals. Like this is, this is the canon version from now on after he changes it. And I think Steven Spielberg is like, no, the original one is still there. Go watch it. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's like that's why it's like hard to be a Star Wars fan sometimes is because figuring out which version is the correct one to watch is really hard. <laughs> not not to mention like changes are still coming out to this day. I remember just the other year there was another change for the Disney Plus release of episode 4 and it's like come on man how many of these do we got to go through? Did I don't know it with good acting. Oh, it was McClunky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They made yet another edit to the Han shooting Greedo scene. Yeah, and it's it's insanity. That scene should have just been left alone. To be fair, 
I heard that that had been done like before George Lucas like sold the company when they were like doing like 4K remasters or something like that. I don't think Disney chose to make that edit. Yeah, I just I don't think they were paying a lot of attention to whatever version they uploaded onto the service. So we got the <laughs> we got the McClunky cut. <laughs> but uh, on the topic of Harrison Ford, you know, he was actually in a deleted scene for this film. No, he was not. Yeah, I'm not. No, I'm not joking. He was. Uh, he was going to be the. He was going to be the principal of the school, but they cut him out because they thought, okay, that's going to be way too distracting. That guy's like a really big deal. So they decided not to have Harrison Ford. But I don't really know how much it would have mattered either way because up until the, up until the part where the house gets quarantined, all adults except for their mom have like their face obscured, like cl- like a classic cartoon, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was like a really it was it was a deliberate stylistic choice that uh, as soon as when as soon as I noticed it I really respected it. That's just the kind of touches that make this movie so special. Yeah, yeah, that would have been cool though. Like if Harrison Ford had been in that one, and then that would have just started a trend and made him be in every single one, turning <laughs> just... Harrison Ford into the Stan Lee of Spielberg movies. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one thing I thought was kind of cool was there's a scene where the mom is reading Gertie like a story and it's like Peter Pan. And I thought that was kind of cool because like Steven Spielberg went on to like direct Hook later on. Oh, so yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. Didn't you guys do an episode on that movie? Yes, we did. We did. Go back and check it out. Let's you hear that, everyone? Go back and check it out. <laughs> We've already given our listeners like four episodes of homework. Yeah. (laughs) Did you know that that movie has at least one hook in it? I I have heard rumors of that. Yeah. I wasn't sure if that was true. Yeah. So if that doesn't hook you, nothing will. (laughs) One of my favorite bits is saying stupid movie facts that are completely irrelevant. Yeah. Like if you are aware of in this movie, Hook actually has a baseball in on the screen. What? And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that. Like, okay, this is on the topic of movie facts, though. This is one of the craziest ones to me. And it was just that, like, I have no idea how they managed to hire all those aliens to be that's in insane. this movie. <laughs> <laughs> It's like to this day, I don't know how they managed to get in touch with aliens and ask them to be in a film, but it it's just incredible to me. I didn't know they could act so well either. That's amazing. Yeah. That had to have cost a lot of money though, for sure. No. Like oh, all absolutely. those translators too, to like yeah. negotiate yeah. with their agents. I got one better fact though for this movie though. Let's hear Did it. Did you know that all of the audio for this movie was recorded with microphones? What? <laughs> true okay maybe these aren't funny but they are funny (laughs) maybe i should maybe i should slim down on these (laughs) (laughs) on the other side maybe maybe not so funny Uh, what was the what was the thing that the oh yeah the like the thing that the sister says give me a break grown-ups can't see them only little kids can see them give me a break (laughs) <laughs> give me a break what is y'all's biggest beef with this movie do you guys have any beef at all hmm. i don't got no beef okay i have one why 
on earth, and specifically this question means why on earth are the astronauts in full suits? Because it looks cool. Why remember, why I... are the astronauts in full suits on full suits on earth? Why on earth are they in suits? That still confuses me to this day. I remember watching that, that scene scary. and thinking yeah, I was like, wait, did they get teleported to space? What's happening? <laughs> Freaking Darth Vader comes in, rings the doorbell, <laughs> and it's just a astronaut. I mean, I understand, like, this is a space movie. I yeah. assume NASA is going to be involved. But why? They can breathe. The, one of the funniest things... Wear a hazmat I, suit. You're on they, Earth, don't know how, they don't know how radioactive the dang thing is. The Geiger counter was going off earlier. <laughs> I, will, I will say this. Astronaut suit or no, that is not a good excuse to approach a clearly panicked woman, arms stretched out like a <laughs> zombie, going, Ah! <laughs> oh, man. While she's running away, you could just <laughs> calmly explain why you're there, but instead they chose to act as scary as possible. Yeah. I mean, not even the CDA is that scary. <laughs> not even the IRS. 2319. <laughs> Good reference. I don't know. I just feel like it's so like the the aesthetic of just an astronaut with like the sun beaming behind him in suburbia yeah. is like this like like the golden visual. visor. Mm. It's really cool. Yeah, it'll it never really not cool be cool. Image. Yeah. But it, yeah, it makes no sense. But we're we're not the we're not the Ohio State quarter, okay? This is ET. Yeah, come on. This is a this is a film about uh, this is a film about an alien. This is reality. This is reality, Greg. <laughs> I don't Oh, that's a good. All right, so here's the question that's been burning on my mind. Uh, are you guys uh, who who here is with me in the camp of people who, as soon as they encountered ET in their backyard, they would have gone all their friends and killed it with hammers? <laughs> uh, I probably wouldn't. I'd be too scared. <laughs> I would probably I would poop my pants if I saw that thing in my shed. <laughs> but I don't think I would get near it after I saw it. <laughs> These kids take it surprisingly well, though. Yeah. They, like, don't try and attack it or anything. You know, in a roundabout way, the thing almost got Elliot killed, though, because they uh, soul-bonded or something. So as E.T.'s yeah, right. dying, so too was Elliot. It was like a... It's a really scary moment where, for, for a second there, he's they're, they're linked up and uh, they can feel what each other is feeling. <laughs> can, I, can I say something horrible while we're on that subject? Of course. Oh. Uh, uh, the scene where uh, Mike is trying to find E.T. and he finds he finds E.T. dead in a river, I started laughing because of the <laughs> raccoon. It's just it's just because of everything. It's like it's such a ridiculous scene. It's like, oh no, where is he? I hope he's okay. He's he's like lying in a river. It's like he hit he hit rock bottom. He had gone too far. I definitely feel like they skipped a couple scenes between that and the scene before it. Yeah, because because like him talking about when he's like, hey man, he doesn't look too good. It felt kind of thrown in. I feel like there was supposed yeah. to be sort of this gradual decline, but. All, all yeah. of a sudden, he's all of a sudden he's turning white, turning wrinkled, turning stupid, turning ugly, turning dumb, turning. <laughs> <laughs> but I, he didn't. It, he didn't look like a potato raisin anymore. He was just like pale. Looked like, like a like fish. Yeah, like oh, like tilapia. It's <laughs> just like why I, I didn't notice that the raccoon until this time. This watch through, 
why was that raccoon was the same energy as like that engagement video with like the nephew like in the way of the camera while they're getting engaged they're like get out get out i i feel like that wasn't planted i feel like an actual raccoon just showed up and they filmed <laughs> probably <laughs> and then so when the, so when the actor playing mike michael like runs up and he's like get away from him it was genuine he's like dude that's an expensive <laughs> prop come on oh man it, that definitely took me out yeah it's like one of the one of the et props is actually about to go on auction and it's they're they're predicting it's going to be like three mil wow all yeah. right, so if you guys haven't already, uh, subscribe to our Patreon so that we can afford this prop. <laughs> so we really can neat. get our own, our very own ET. <laughs> I promise we will not strap it to a rocket to get it home and accidentally blow it up. <laughs> no, we're going to lock it up in the default vault. Default vault. Default vault. Oh, well, to answer your question, no, I'm not going to destroy ET with hammers. I would... I would barely. I, I mean, I, w- I sure as heck wouldn't be giving him my Reese's pieces, but I'm not. I'm. I think I'll be pretty peaceful. I think. Yeah. No. I, at the end of the day, I think. I think I'm all talk. I think I would just be. You know, m- most mostly curious with this strange thing that I found, and then. <laughs> but as soon as it started making noises, I, that's when the hammers start coming out. And then he <laughs> <laughs> really be saying, "Ouch!" You know, yeah. Et is pretty chill though. All yeah. things considered, yeah. I didn't know he was chill like that. I'm, I love the scene when Elliot brings him into his room, and they're just like, and he like gets ET like all snuggled up, and he's sitting on the chair, and he's like, "Whoa, I didn't know you were chill like that." <laughs> ET, you can hang, and then ET goes, "Yeah, man, let's get some pizza." <laughs> and then the yeah, mom comes in, and she's and like, "Drunk." Yeah, and then and then the mom comes in, and she's <laughs> like, "Who said you could order pizza?" My favorite part about that scene is that they just after after he drops on the ground, they just leave it on the wet grass. They don't even <laughs> take it in to throw it away. They just leave it overnight. That's probably why they got a raccoon problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you keep dropping pizzas, Elliot. <laughs> uh, I guess another reason why I get mash vibes from from this movie is the cross dressing scene. <laughs> now that I think that, about it. no it is that scene is still hilarious to this day like i i completely <laughs> forgot about it and i started chuckling when i saw it again i like that scene when when you know he opens the closet doors and you see like et dressed in the girl's clothes i like that and then i also like the scene where he's like hiding from the mom mm-hmm. like amongst <laughs> all the other stuffed animals oh i remember that yes. one. that's a great that, one that's a good scene too that's yes, the kind dude. of thing that you would try to do when you're a kid like see if you can hide amongst the animals but it's yes. like yes uh i don't know what the mom, <laughs> i don't know if i were the mom i would have been looking around and been like i don't remember buying this weird deformed one what is this <laughs> why does it smell yeah why is it you blinking know at me has to smell bad oh yeah <laughs> If he probably, no it, dude, he probably smells like chemicals. Like, I, I don't know what. He probably... I, I, I have a feeling. Okay, so when I was in ninth grade or 10th grade, uh, we dissected potbelly pigs and it had the mm. scent of ammonia and sweet potatoes. And I feel like that is exactly what E.T. would smell like. Sweet potato would be pretty on brand. Mm. Ammonia and sweet potatoes. But yeah, no, raisin sweet potato. 
You know what? I'm right there with you. All right, you heard it here first, folks. ET smells like ammonia and potatoes. Yep. I will sweet not. I will not. Skin. Sweet. Yeah, specifically sweet potatoes. I will not accept <laughs> substitutes. But yeah, there, there's that scene where he got drunk, and I think my favorite is when he's learning English, when she teaches him how to. But then, um, then they dress him up as a ghost, and try and pass <laughs> him off as Gertie, and yeah. he's just waddling like an old lady. That scene is adorable. I, I, the one, one of my favorite says, scenes is. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> and and the mom doesn't notice at all. One of my favorite yeah. scenes is, is when they're out in the neighborhood, and, and there's a kid dressed as Yoda, and ET tries to follow him. Yeah. He's like, "Oh my gosh, that was really funny." Could this be one of my people? <laughs> like, and the kid dressed as Yoda is like, "What is what is with this weird short kid?" And he keeps walking. <laughs> Have you guys seen Stranger Things? Yes. Did you know I am the Stranger Thing? You are the Stranger Thing. I you am are the Stranger Bobby Thing. Brown. Yeah, let's you forget are. about it. Let's forget about all that other stuff. Let's forget about the the spooky flower headed monsters and, and hey, what have you. Millie yeah. Bobby Brown. <laughs> Welcome to your show. It's actually me. I am the Stranger Thing. <laughs> Speaking of that, I feel like Stranger Things definitely does pull a lot of like vibes from this movie dude this is one guy that i said uh whatever his name is uh casey martell played greg uh that dude was definitely copying dustin from stranger things oh absolutely <laughs> 40 years prior but still yeah like he had, the, all... he had the big old red hat with the shooting ear protection headphones <laughs> That was such a Dustin outfit. This and, and so many other like 80s and 90s flicks is just I I will never not have a soft spot for just a group of suburban kids going on a larger than life adventure. Like you give yeah. me like, yeah, give me the Goonies, give me a uh, Monster Squad, give me it, like whatever. I I'm like here for it. I love just Monster seeing Squad. Yeah, you guys have ever seen that? I love that movie. I've seen that one. Yeah, it's great. I have not. It's like, who, who are you guys? We, mm. We're the Monster Squad. <laughs> I thought you were talking like Monsters, Monster House, because that's kind of like that too. Yeah, it is. Oh, it is. It's true. It's a group of kids on a larger than life suburban adventure. You're completely right. <laughs> yeah. And that's what Stranger Things is. But we're not talking about demogorgons and mind flayers. We're talking about uh, extraterrestrials. We're talking about extra terra firma primas. What do you think? What do you think the aliens were doing on Earth at the beginning? Just standard Ooh. alien business that E.T. got left behind? Uh, they, they wanted our memes, but they were too early. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Now I just put this together. Wally looks just like a robot version of E.T. He does. Oh my gosh, he actually he does. He talks like him, too. Oh my goodness. That's I never thought about I never thought about that. You're completely right. Oh man! Wow. I guess. Yeah, it's like it's yeah, marketable, it man. Like, like, yeah, it works. Elliot or Eva. Yeah. No, I don't <laughs> know thing. what's so. I don't know what's so interesting about Earth. I don't know why aliens keep coming to America specifically. There's like, there's, <laughs> there are a few other continents you guys could be checking out. Like you never hear about some guy in Russia having a Travis Walton experience. You never hear about anybody over over in like 
of Chile. Chi- like yeah, like like Cairo, Egypt, having a <laughs> fire in the sky scenario. It's always They're America. They're busy with mummies over there. Yeah, they already de- they got their own stuff to deal with. We we're the ones with our Roswell, New Mexico's, and our fourth kinds or whatever. Exactly. I don't know. But which uh, you have been to Roswell, New Mexico? Do you want to tell us a little I, bit about that? I did have a road trip to Roswell. Uh, it was really cool. Uh, and that's really saying something since Roswell is the only half decent place to be in all of New Mexico. It is a, it is a horrible, hey. it is a horrible arid desert. They got the museum. They have a McDonald's shaped like a UFO. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They got oh. a million merch stores, and the street lamps are shaped like alien heads and have little eyes on them and everything. <laughs> so they fully lean into the only marketing gimmick that they have. It is the only reason to go there. That in bo- yeah, that in Walter White's house, but you can't go there. A really, a really angry woman will scream at you from beyond the fence. So I don't understand why she owns that house. She could sell that and make millions. Yeah, yeah, but the, yeah, well, they had to put the gate up because people kept throwing pizzas on the roof. So, <laughs> well, Roswell, New Mexico, it's yeah. hot, but we have aliens. Yeah, so and that's pretty hot too. <laughs> But I don't know why they visit America so much. I think it's because that. Have you guys ever seen the um, like the message that we sent into outer space? We we sent like this sequence of colored symbols out into space to communicate with aliens. And I gotta I gotta keep it real with you guys, my brothers in Christ. If I were an alien and I saw that, I wouldn't know what I was looking at, and I would think whoever made it needs to be terminated immediately. Mm, <laughs> it yeah. makes no it makes no sense. <laughs> They're like, and these symbols represent how many proteins are in our DNA strand. And am I, I'm an alien reading it like, I don't care! <laughs> yeah, yeah, double double helix. Yeah, big deal. Uh, that's like, a, where's that, the hammers? Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> where's the hammers? <laughs> <laughs> Me and my alien buddies would kill humans with hammers. I can tell you that much. I guess this is a talk that we could get into. Do y'all believe in aliens? <laughs> Here, here's what I will say. I, I really, I want to believe. Uh, and like the classic the classic thing I, I want to believe yeah um and on top of that it was confirmed like i didn't like the i think the fbi came out like a few years ago and confirmed ufo's are like absolutely real those exist <laughs> like, yeah and no one cared <laughs> it's like guys ufo's are completely real and everyone's like yeah that's cool whatever okay so here's my here's my spiel <laughs> even if they are real why do we automatically assume that they're smarter than us yeah. Like they could be in the same position as us. They may have just gotten on their own moon of when it comes to discovery. Yeah, how do they have a leg up on us? Obviously they haven't come they haven't seen us yet. I think we're smarter than aliens. Or we're Possibly. just on the same pace. You know, how come like in all the movies, like when we go to other planets, like, oh, we don't know if we can breathe in their atmosphere. Yeah. But like when aliens come to Earth, they're always breathing, living it up. Nothing's no problem. toxic. Well, I guess E.T. Hmm. was kind of getting sick on Earth. Was he getting sick? Kind of, right? <laughs> he definitely yeah. was getting <laughs> sick. I don't know if it was from Earth or, I don't know, being depressed. It's, you know, it's because it's we're all horrible to each other. We're all toxic influences, and it was like getting to him. Yeah. Yeah. He, got, he ate too many Reese's Pieces. Yeah, stick around, boys. I got a lot more lame jokes to go before we're done. <laughs> You know, to answer that question, though, have you guys ever heard of the Fermi Paradox? Fermi? The Fermi Paradox. It's basically the question is, okay, if there is intelligent life out there, why haven't we seen them? 
must mean I'm not intelligent. Yeah, well, there, there's a few there's a few reasons that people come up with, like why we don't encounter aliens. Maybe they don't want to deal with our drama. Who knows? Another one is that any civilization that advances far enough is doomed to destroy itself or be destroyed by a more advanced civilization. Mm. So, I don't know. Maybe the Amish were right and we should really stop a war ahead before aliens destroy us. <laughs> There's always a bigger fish. Yeah, exactly. But uh, there could be any any number Way of reasons. Way to bring it back to the Lorax. Oh, wait, no, that's sure. Horton. Here's a who. Never mind. <laughs> Same thing. No, that, that was that was Star Wars Episode One, Jeremy. It doesn't say that in Horton Years Ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, yes, the classic Lorax where he fights Darth Maul at the end of the film. I remember. <laughs> no, I was thinking like the whole other world on the spec. Uh, yeah, my favorite scene is when the mayor of Whoville uh, gets sliced in half and falls down a shaft and then comes back <laughs> later in the Clone Wars. <laughs> oh, Steve Carell. <laughs> Jeremy, that is not trivia you should have kept in your brain. That should not have stayed there. That You are never going to use that. That is worthless. That's why we got this podcast. Mm. <laughs> this is why we only talk once a year, Jeremy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you guys have any final thoughts here on E.T.? Any takeaways? Anything you want to get off your chest? I got to say, you know, it... it I'm not exaggerating at all. It's really hard to find a weak link in this film. It absolutely lives up to the hype and the yeah. cultural impact that it's had. It's one of those few movies where you watch it as a kid and you enjoy it, and then you go back and watch it as an adult, and what do you know? It doesn't suck. It's actually still good. Honestly, maybe we should make that a uh, category for our staple awards this year. How well does it hold up over the mm -hmm. years? It's like it's the it's a testament to quality when it's not just nostalgia talking. It's yeah, genuinely a good family picture during a time where several swear words can still earn you only a PG rating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you guys do Raiders of the Lost Ark, let me in on that one. Okay. Yeah, that movie rocks. Bryce, your typecast as our as our month of spoops guest. You can't do anything other than a horror movie. Oh, it is the curse I bear. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Although uh, I, I would hardly qualify the past two movies we discussed as horror films. Although, no, 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 no. Yeah, well, <laughs> Monster House. I, yeah, yeah, That's that one, horror. that one, yes. But um, Scooby Doo, the only horrific thing was the acting in that one. Am I right, fellas? Ah! <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this one though, I, I I remember um there was someone did like an edit where they created a trailer for E. T. if it was a horror film. They're like, Hey, originally the plan was for it to be a horror film. Here's I the trailer. And it is like I remember when I was younger, I was like, Oh my gosh, is this real? <laughs> I can't believe it. That's why he was so scary. <laughs> Ow. Just the just the shot of the mom looking for him, and then he's just like still in the closet posing as the animals. Oh that, yeah, and uh, that's should, movie. here's here's something to add to the trailer. There's a scene where he's right outside the window. He takes his glowing finger and drags it down, scraping the window. <laughs> I'll be right here. Yeah. Be good. Be good. <laughs> or 
Whereabouts. <laughs> and it just ends with fading to black. Quickly, yeah. <laughs> and it's just him burping beer. <laughs> that would so- oh man. <laughs> well, Bryce, before we let you go, there's something we have started doing on the show with all of our guests that you surprisingly have not done yet. Yeah, we've done this for a while for a lot of our guests. And that's the IQ test. Let me just double check. Have you taken the IQ test, the inside quotes test before? Uh, I I don't believe I have. I don't think you have either. So this is, it's like several like movie related questions. It's general stuff. There's no like wrong answers. It's based on your own like experience of watching movies growing up in in your family and but all that we may judge you yeah no wrong answers but we will judge you so our entire opinion is completely predicated upon this quiz but no pressure <laughs> whether or not you get invited back next year rides on the results of this test all right question yes. number one. Oh no dear <laughs> what was the first movie you saw in theaters the first movie Oh no! Was it was it Kangaroo Jack? I oh, hope it wasn't. oh what was a great it? Pleasant answer. <laughs> it might have been Kangaroo Jack. Oh, I'm man. sure. I'm sure it wasn't, but that's the earliest one I remember. Oh no! That's that's such oh, a good one. Oh man, <laughs> man! I remember the trailer like it was yesterday for that movie. I mm. legitimately thought that was going to be the funniest movie ever made. Yeah. And it yeah. was, right? For all the wrong End of story. reasons. <laughs> I could have watched I could have watched the fairly odd parents have internet adventures, but I went to go see Kangaroo Jack. <laughs> I, Timmy Power Hour. Dude, I vividly remember that very night. It was gonna be like the premiere of uh like Timmy Turner traveling through the cyber world, or I can go with Robert and my dad to watch Kangaroo Jack and I chose the kangaroo and I and I got a level with you guys. I made the wrong choice. Hey, I think you made the right choice. That that would be uh, talk about holding up. Wait, maybe it didn't. Holding up like you're like inside of a kangaroo's pouch. Uh. All right, question number two. Uh, was your family a blockbuster family or a Hollywood video family? Oh, oh we were 110% blockbuster. Good, good. Because, yeah, we'd always rent games from them, too. The more people we interview, I feel like, I feel like more, more people we interview, I feel like most of us are blockbuster. Yeah. I feel like we either get blockbuster or there was like a third party. Like a like local family thing. video or local. Yeah. 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 Is, Dude, okay, is Hollywood video just a florida thing or is it national i think it was a big chain okay i gotta tell you fellas at at this point i take either i I really miss video stores (laughs) like video (laughs) rental places like those were the bomb.com and they they just got completely demolished by netflix and redbox and other stuff it's yeah it's a a set we're we're living in a dark timeline my friends that's all i have to say all right question number three Bryce, what is the craziest snack you've ever snuck into the movies? Craziest snack I ever snook. Hmm. I don't think I've ever done any crazy snacks, but I do plan on someday sneaking a turkey drumstick in. I want to see if I can. Ooh. 
I want to, I want to just like, yeah, like I, I, I've never gone too crazy with it yet. We're working, we're working way up to it. I only recently (laughs) got an AMC Stubbs membership, so I'm going to start testing the waters. All right. Bryce, this is your homework for next year. Like when you come back on the show, I am going to ask you that question. (laughs) And I will, and hopefully by then I will have been one turkey drumstick fuller. (laughs) I hope so. Mm -hmm. Did he do turkey leg? Turkey Leg 2022. <laughs> Question number four. Uh, when it comes to subtitles on movies and TV shows, do you have them on or, or off? I used to have them off, but uh, <laughs> these days I actually have them on because, uh, dude, I don't know. When you watch the kind of stuff I do, uh, oftentimes they're not in English, so you get used to having the subtitles on. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the only thing, go ahead. Yeah, well, I don't know. Just you can also make a game out of the amount of times the people in charge of closed captioning just completely got it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Captioned something that they didn't have to. I couldn't tell you how many times you the 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 caption indistinct chattering shows up. (laughs) It's like wow, useful. We liked in uh, Stranger Things about uh, whenever they would caption wet squelching. Exactly. (laughs) All right. Next. Next question. Uh, what movie, in your opinion, is totally overrated? Avatar. The Last James Airbender? Cameron? <laughs> James Cameron, specifically. <laughs> Dude, I it's am not, with you. I am with not, you, Bryce. It's not a secret that like Shyamalan's horribly distorted, warped vision of what The Last Airbender should be was a failure. I'm talking about the blue <laughs> people running around. <laughs> I'm talking about dances with Smurfs, my friend. It's 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 not it's it's not a good movie. Dances it's, with I, Smurfs. It's a South Park joke. <laughs> I, I can't take credit for that one. It's a South Park joke. It's just really funny. Oh weird. Well, yeah. so you're not excited for Avatar Two: The Way of the Water? Honestly, it's just so. I mean. J- James Cameron, way to strike while the iron is ice cold. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, there's like three movies about water coming up in the near future. It's like, yeah, yeah. Uh. <laughs> I'm actually excited for it, mainly because just the Disney ride at Animal Kingdom. Yeah. Oh, have you guys? Did you guys ever go on the ET ride? We didn't even talk oh, yeah. about that. Yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a thing to bring up. I remember you get to see some of like ET's home planet and all the crazy stuff <laughs> they got going on there. Yeah, all all the all all the strange aliens. I just remember uh, like the forest and stuff. So I was like, like when you're in line and you're like going through the woods and like as I was watching the movie, I was like, oh, this is just like the ride. <laughs> <laughs> I would also be remiss to uh, not to mention that. Um, the there was a, an Atari tie-in video game that is infamous for being one of the worst games ever created, mm. and Steven Spielberg liked it. <laughs> <laughs> but it is ET the video game on Atari. Just oh boy, <laughs> yeah. So uh, we got a great experience with the ride and a bad experience if you were a kid with an Atari back in the day. But. <laughs> Uh, but worry not, because there was also an Xfinity commercial in 2019 where uh, Elliot and E.T. 
reunite with each other. They brought back the original oh, yeah. actor and everything. Watch that. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen it yet. I got to check it out. But like, uh, apparently, it even got Spielberg's approval. However much that is worth, considering the video game he approved. But st- <laughs> <laughs> but still, yeah, I did I did recently watch that. That was cool. Yeah. All right, one last question. It's another food related question. Ooh. But if money is no object, what snacks are you buying at the theater? Oh, I, I would get the absolute like craziest stuff that they have. One thing I would do is I love every time they have like tie-in food. Like, oh hey, uh, the new Sonic the Hedgehog is movie. The new Sonic the Hedgehog movie is coming out. You want uh, this big blue drink? And I'll be like, yes, please. <laughs> it's like, you want some onion rings with that? Fill me up, son. Let's do it. <laughs> I begin. I begin all the terrible hot dogs that are absolutely going to give me dysentery. Are you kidding? Dysentery. <laughs> <laughs> so the the seasonal items yeah well not just that i mean i'm the just saying tie-in. do you have any idea how expensive concessions are man like i always get popcorn but like mm-hmm. if i were a richer man i would totally just go ham on oh man if they had ham i'd get that too <laughs> <laughs> well man and if they had a tur- if they, yeah if they had turkey drumsticks i wouldn't have to bring in my own that's true. I don't know. It really depends on what theater you're going to. But, dude, if money was no object, I would have no limits. You couldn't stop the creature That's I would true. turn into. Who was it that said um, everything? He just I think found it was a Caleb. loophole. It was Caleb. I think it was Caleb. He's All right. Well, like, I well, I gotta say, I gotta say that Caleb sounds like a pretty smart person. That's a gentleman <laughs> and a scholar right there, because that's the correct answer. Man. Yeah. We'll take the law. <laughs> all right bryce well i was uh recording your answers here kind of calculating your your score and uh you passed with flying colors you got a 42 on the iq test wow which is a perfect score yep. whoa in fact it's the answer to life the universe and everything hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy reference i like it mm-hmm. yes sir <laughs> another episode of homework yeah um don't you love all the references that come up when i come to town (laughs) you guys i'm on i'm on like level five over here y'all gotta catch up all all you listeners at home yeah oh boy oh howdy i can't i cannot believe it's been three uh, three years dude we're getting old yep yeah Uh, we're on our third year we're not we haven't done this for three years we're almost done with it yeah, but I, all I'm trying to tell you is that the forward march of time both perturbs and upsets me. Yes, it do be like that. <laughs> uh, almost as much as how like Jonathan shows no signs of aging whatsoever. Jeremy, every time I see you, you have like this some time skip design, like something about you changes, and then Jonathan looks like exactly <laughs> the same. He doesn't age That's at all. So true. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like every single time I see you, it's like this. It's like you lost a ton of weight or you grew out your hair, and then Jonathan's <laughs> over here with his like vampiric ability to maintain homeostasis for extended I'm always periods. changing, I guess. Yeah. I think I'm distantly related to Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Just the man does not age. But then that would mean Jeremy is related to him as well. Yeah. So I don't I don't know what happened. That'd be good luck though. You'd be related to John Wick. You guys would be unstoppable. <laughs> that is funny. Every year I do change. Well, what am I going to do next year? Yeah, that's what I, you're gonna you're gonna like come up with like a I'm completely lose all shaved my hair head. Next year I was gonna say you're gonna have like a shaved head, or I don't, you're gonna like dye it a crazy color, or 
You're gonna have like just a mustache. I don't know. I think you should go with face tattoos. Ooh, yeah. that would be great. Yeah. Bryce, have you seen my Kentucky license? Let's have a look at it. I went full <laughs> Top Gun. <laughs> nice. Looks nothing like me. That rocks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever um, I pulled my mask down, it was like 2021. Hmm. She was. She took my picture and she's like, "Man, you look like a Mario brother." <laughs> That's so mean. I know. It was on purpose. Uh, yeah, I get, I get you. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, Bryce, speaking of Mario, on our last episode, Scooby-Doo, the Mario announcement had just come out that Chris Pratt was voicing Mario in the movie. That was like fresh news last time. Oh, we yeah, 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 yeah. And Damn. now we have an actual trailer and we have heard his voice. Bryce, what do you have to say about Chris Pratt as Mario? It is becoming harder and harder to support that decision. But <laughs> I will say I'm very excited for Jack Black as Bowser. Okay, okay. That's <laughs> I, a good I, census I'm, I'm hearing. Yeah, I, I like to be optimistic about it, but uh, dude, Chris Pratt is... <laughs> yeah, he's... You know, Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's like he, Chris Pratt is becoming like the John Cena of cinema where it's just like he's the safe bet. He's the potato salad. Bro, he and Tom Hanks. Yeah. They should make a movie together. <laughs> they're not they in the, never in the same movie, yet they're always in every movie. Crossover, yeah. uh, Super Mario and Forrest Gump go on a road trip. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah. They've both been around the block. I don't have any opinion of it anymore. I'm just gonna let it come out. Maybe see it. Maybe I, not. I I am like I'm still gonna go see it for sure. Like I yeah. I want to see I want to see how it turns out. Video game movies, it's always like a toss up. Most of the time, they're terrible. Uh, yeah. I actually I actually really enjoyed the Sonic ones though. Those like the first one was okay. Second one I thought was genuinely good. Oh yeah. But yeah, but I mean, if when you got like your for every one of those, you got like seven Resident Evil films, or like uh, I don't know, just like video game adaptations never do so hot. And Wreck-It yeah. Ralph doesn't count because that wasn't the video game before the movie came out. <laughs> Wreck-It Ralph don't count. Sorry, people. You heard it here first. Yep. So it is about wrap time. Uh, so I just want to say thanks to Bryce for coming back on the show for a third time, making Inside Quotes history. It is always a pleasure, and you always are always so prepared. And you always have us so on the floor laughing every time. That's great. Thank you so <laughs> I'm glad much. To, I'm, I'm glad to hear it, man. It's always it's always really good to be a part of it. I like just uh, shooting the breeze about classic nostalgic movies with you guys. It's always a good time. Thanks again for having me. Yeah. And do you have anything to plug? Uh oh, I mean yeah, you can you can check out. Uh, I haven't uploaded in a little while. I'm gonna get back to it soon. You can check out my art profiles pretty much everywhere. Is uh, Groovy Bridge? That's Twitter. That's Instagram. That's DeviantArt. That's that's pretty much it but that's where i post all my art stuff uh yes i use instagram for art my life is not interesting enough to post photos of myself so you get my artwork <laughs> instead oh, that's no, what i do it's totally uh, interesting yeah well <laughs> thanks man i will say you know commissions always open for whoever needs them i did the art for this show for crying out loud he did he did yeah. look right there at your uh at your phone that's that's bryce's work and we wow. actually we, we actually plug you every single episode <laughs> So it's nothing Aww. new. 
Yeah, it's I know. I was, I, was, closing script. I know. So I was a little taken aback. Like, what can I say that hasn't already been said? You know, you know, if Bryce is on the show, we should just not plug him at all. That's that's, that should be the one time we don't even, we just don't even mention the Yeah. yeah just pre- pretend I don't have anything. It's like, <laughs> hey, you, you guys know what he did. All right. Anyways. <laughs> The, the the last thing I want to say is uh, uh, I want to thank you both again for having me, but um, if you'll excuse me, I must go. My home planet needs me. Oh, would you... Wow, I really didn't think UFOs were hot pink. I come back down. It's a fashion it's a statement. Fashion statement. <laughs> uh, so, Jonathan, next week it's your turn. So why don't you give everyone a hint? So next week, I don't know. We've been talking about food, and I'm in the mood for some chicken pot pie. Mm. So here's a clip for what we're covering next week. Oh, yes. Those chickens are up to something. Quiet. I'm on to something. They're organized. I know it. Mr. Tweedy. Uh-huh. I may finally have found a way to make us some real money around here. And what are you on about? Ridiculous notions of escaping chickens. It's all in your head, Mr. Tweedy. Say it. It's all in my head. It's all in my head. Now, you keep telling yourself that because I don't want to hear another word about it. Is that clear? Yes, love. But you know that ginger one? It's chickens, you dolt! Okay, so our shower was done bright. Uh, you know who? Uh, and you could find him at, you know, where, uh, or <laughs> you also know where.com. Uh, and if you want to support the show, you can check out our merch site. We have sweatshirts. It's sweater weather. We got new fall stickers. We're only going to have the Halloween sticker up for one more week and then it's gone for another year, but maybe there'll be something Christmassy. Uh, and if you want to find us on Instagram, find us at inside quotes cast. If you have any future episode suggestions, if you have a movie you want us to talk about, just let us know. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please be sure to leave us a good review. Five stars, and the man with the keys will bring you a truck full of Reese's Pieces. Mm. If I had to choose one candy, it'd probably be uh, the Reese's Pieces. Anyways, thanks for listening, everybody. We hope you enjoyed us and Bryce talk about our childhoods just as much as we have. And if you did, make sure you hit subscribe or follow on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so that you don't miss out on a future episode. Until then, we'll see you next time on Inside Quotes. One thing before we leave, I need you to say it, okay? I have absolute power. Uh, okay. Say it. You you, you have absolute power. Thank you. That's all I needed. Okay. Bye. Bye.